1: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more get on the grid sportsgrid.com
2: got a little news for you it's the news update on make
0: it rain
1: good morning joe good morning dane i'm alex fasano with your make it rain news update congratulations to the state of michigan but joe based on your last excursion to a cold climate i don't i don't think you're going to be visiting michigan anytime soon Oh, absolutely not. It's yep, <laughs> no. <laughs> the up there. Dude, dude. Yep,
2: nope, nope. Don't get crazy. <laughs> yeah, Don't get so, crazy.
1: We'll just avoid you. Yeah, they got legalized yeah. in Florida. I'll
2: wait till so. Sean goes back for another uh, Again, weekend. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah, he can play some bets for me. There you go.
1: Exactly. Just send a text to him. All right. Let's get into it, guys. Major League Baseball, third baseman Anthony Rendon has agreed to a seven year, $245 million contract with the Los Angeles Angels. There's no opt out clause in the contract, but there is a full no trade clause. He's he's doing a physical tomorrow and will be introduced on Saturday with the team owner. Artie Moreno has made it a priority to surround uh, Mike Trout with more talent. And Rendon is a big piece of the puzzle. So we'll see what happens this season. If Anthony Rendon and Mike Trout can get that team going and into the postseason in the American League. Guys, the NBA Kawhi Leonard was showered with MVP chance as he made his return to Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. He got a ring. And he got a win, ultimately helping the Rap- uh the uh, excuse me Clippers beat the Raptors one on twelve to ninety two. Kawhi Leonard finished with twenty three points and six assists. Mo Harkless added fourteen points and seven rebounds as well. Pascal Siakam led the way for the Raptors with twenty four points. In the NFL, Commissioner Roger Goodell, you know when he gets involved, it's going to be interesting. Said that at a league meeting in Texas, the NFL will not make any judgments until the completion. of of the investigation regarding the New England Patriots filming the Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals game, the Bengals sideline specifically. A quote from the Patriots said, the sole purpose of the filming was to provide an illustration of an advanced scout at work on the road. Belichick made a statement, the the football team, the football staff, and the coaching staff had nothing to do with what happened. Nothing. So we have no involvement in it. Obviously, the production team was an independent contract not involved with the New England Patriots. And Goodell has a quote saying, when asked if New England's side of the latest story is believable, Roger Goodell said, one of the things I've learned is you don't draw conclusions until you have all the information. Once we have all the info, then we draw conclusions. We're not going to draw conclusions along the way. It looks like we're still going to be hearing about this until the investigation ceases. And uh, Roger Goodell is not going to make any drastic moves until all the information is available. We will see what happens with the New England Patriots and Spygate 2.0, uh, although I don't think it's, it's going to be as serious as uh, the Jets back in 2007 when they were filming the Jets, but we'll see what happens. You know, they lost a pick, a first-round pick back then, and the maximum money, I think, was $250,000 uh, for the team, so we'll see what happens when the investigation ceases uh, for the New England Patriots. Uh, Wide receiver for the Vikings, Adam Thielen, is likely to return this Sunday from his hamstring injury. Thielen missed the Vikings past four games. He, ironically, is still tied for the team lead with six receiving touchdowns. Right now, he sits at 27 receptions, 391 yards in eight games. That's pretty impressive. Well, I guess it's not that impressive since he's missed a lot of the season, but it'll be nice to have Adam Thielen back in the mix uh, this week. Uh, Thursday Night Football, guys, tonight... New York Jets take on the Baltimore Ravens. I heard you guys were talking about it before with Lamar Jackson. They're probably going to go to Mark Ingram a little bit more, maybe a little bit more uh, running game rather than him running himself. The Jets are right now sitting at plus 710, 710 on the money line. The Ravens are 16 and a half point favorite to the over under is 45 and a half. And I have a question. I have Lamar Jackson on my fantasy Yeah, team.
3: I do too. I'm very
1: nervous with this because I don't know I if do I should see
3: him. I do too. I got to start him. I've got this same challenge. I have this mm-hmm. same challenge. I own Lamar Jackson. Clearly, Lamar Jackson is part of the reason sure. I'm in the semifinals in the first place. But I legitimately do not think he's going to play four quarters. And or I legitimately don't think the huge production of his running yards will be at play as much, but how do I sit Lamar Jackson? I ain't gonna do it, Alex. I talk about you got to start your studs. You have to start Who, Lamar Jackson. What would case. you feel worse? It depends. I have him in multiple leagues. Okay. 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 Um but how what would make you feel worse, Alex? That's the way I look at it. You sit Lamar Jackson and he has a normal Lamar Jackson game mm-hmm. on your bench. Imagine yourself staring yourself in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> you start Lamar Jackson, and he has a slightly worse game.
1: Yeah, like a solid 20 points, which isn't his You ceiling,
3: feel more you know, comfortable with the latter. I you would so. hate yourself if you decided to get too cute. Sat Lamar, mm-hmm. and he, you know, does Lamar things, and you lose. You'd be kicking yourself all offseason. Start your studs, people.
1: What, what, what if I got Jimmy G as a backup? I
3: know, I know. I have viable options as oh, backups. I know. That's a really... But listen, you, you can't do it yeah. because Lamar might only play two and a half quarters, but the reason the Ravens may be up 30 to 7 is because of one 57-yard scramble
2: sure. from Lamar. Absolutely. We'll
1: see what happens. You know what I mean? Got him there. It's a tough spot, It's going to be a very
2: tough spot. It is. I have the same issue. Yeah. I'd play Tannehill.
3: <laughs> no, I'll see if he's on the waivers. I'll pick the Tannehill. I thought Tannehill's, Tannehill's winning people
1: leagues. Yeah. It's not a joke. Ass it's not a joke. Absolutely. He won me one lead league last week, so we'll see what happens. But Joe, I got
3: to tell you a story about this too in our mini segment on the other side. All
1: right. Let's send it back to the crew on Make It Real.
0: You're listening to the Sports Grid Network.
2: Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Hour two on the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. Welcome in to Make It Rain as we... Get you ready for week 15 of the NFL uh, season begins tonight with the Ravens and jets, but uh, plenty of intriguing matchups uh, this weekend, all uh, with serious implications for the playoffs and, uh, and certainly division crowns. And there's a lot of jockeying for position that's going to happen here over the next three weeks. And, uh, You know, Dane, you, uh, you had mentioned that Lamar Jackson tonight, do you go with him? Do you not go with him? It's a, it's a rough, it's, it's a tough choice. It really is because 17 points as a spread is telling you, he probably ain't going to play with a, with a quad injury. How much more is he going to play? But the thing is, they expect him to have a
3: 17-point lead. They got to score those points somehow, Joe. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they'll be on a little bootleg pass to Hayden Hurst or a little 13-yard Lamar Jackson scramble. It is a legitimate question. I understand that. But how are you going to feel, like I said, if you leave the MVP on your bench and he does Lamar Jackson things and you lose?
2: You can't play him. You can't play him in your playoffs in in fantasy and not back him in the props then you're out of your mind right you gotta you gotta gotta go with it you gotta if you're if you're you're all in you're all in if he's good enough
3: to you think he's gonna do enough for you in one context you gotta go with him in the second you gotta go in the other yep joe let me say this though i was in seven leagues this year joe Mm -hmm. and you know they call me an expert right out of those seven leagues i am in the semifinals, joe in four of them Okay, over 50% rate to be one of the final four, but check this out in my big time home dynasty league with all my boys and stuff. My quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, my opponents lamar jackson i own lamar jackson in two other leagues right so he hurts me he helps me every single play he makes i don't know if on balance is gonna be good or bad same thing happens for me i own hunter henry as my tight end in two of them i'm facing hunter henry in one of them same kind of of things with players like deandre hopkins and others so i don't even know i just gotta ride the wave joe You're not going
2: to have – what's your choice? Yeah, right? I mean – No, I got to play these guys. You got to go. But they're
3: my studs, and they're my opponent's studs in different leagues. So on balance, Lamar throws a pick. I don't know if it's good or bad for me.
2: (laughs) It's going to be very hard to follow that tonight. I know.
3: I can't sweat it all out. I can't sweat it all simultaneously, Joe. Uh, Go
0: for it. I got to ride the wave.
2: guys as well uh not only uh nfl week 15 starting here tonight um yesterday had an opportunity to uh put down a couple of uh future bets and uh also a couple of uh in-game bets there on the president's cup taking center stage right Ooh, now in australia and i action. can tell you this uh tiger woods not only the captain guys he looks he looks in mid-season form already. He single-handedly ended up winning uh, his match there, him and Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas couldn't hit. He was terrible. Thank God for Tiger. Uh, Tiger, in fact, was the only guy to actually win his match yesterday as the international team takes a 4-1 lead into today. But great matchups uh, coming your way. Kuchar and Johnson today. Cantley, Shoffley, Reed Simpson. Uh, the U.S. team needs... Some victories here today, so uh, a little bit later, we'll take a look at some of the lines. It's, I think it's going to be interesting to see how much Tiger uses himself as the captain because right. I can tell you watching him yesterday, dude, is it, it's a new Tiger, guys. I'm telling the you right rested, now, he, right? he's rested. He's you know right in time because come January, guys, it's all about the Masters. It's going to be all about the Masters and repeating, and he's putting, he's chipping, and you know, I noticed another thing about his swing. He's not. He, he he's swinging half the speed, and you know yeah. where the ball is, Dane. Right in the damn middle. He's putting the ball he's wherever coming. he wants to put it. He's shaping it, and you know, once his short game. And that's the always the thing with Tiger. I think was the most underrated part of his game. Yeah, he was a beast. He's running a million miles an hour. Oh. But when he was putting, was there anybody better? Was you know that was yeah. he was the best putter <laughs> on tour for years, guys. And he's. He looks like that that right. guy again, only an older version. It was swinging a little bit slower, and I'm going to be interested to see if he uses himself all four days, or if he backs off as a you know as the captain to do some other things. Because quite honestly, he is he's with Justin Thomas again here today, I believe, uh, taking on Matsuyama and uh, An. So I think Tiger uses himself all four days, and and you know what he should, because he's one of the best guys out there right now.
3: Right, and if his performance warrants it, the only question then, Joe, and like, you know, as the captain, he also knows how to manage the health of his best player, right? So he knows if he's not feeling up to it or if he wakes up a little sore, then maybe he doesn't use himself. But on the merits of performance, yeah, it's all good. And it's the same thing, Joe. You know how like like a C.C. Sabathia, like a Tom Glavin – Right. As they get older. Right. They don't rely on what used to be their fastball. They become the crafty lefty. Right. And it's more about location. It's more about the mental aspect of it. And that's the same thing you're talking about with Tiger swing. Right. He knows. Let me not swing it. It's not about club speed for me right now because I don't want to put torque on the back. But. I am good and smart enough to know how to play, you know, how to play the wind, how to shape my shots, how to put it right in the middle to give me Amazing. my approach and that's yep. you know that works out just as well.
2: Yeah, a lot of team are a lot of people I know that uh, laid the minus 345 to back team USA who this isn't Ryder Cup by the way, President's Cup, the US is owned, like just owned right. uh, over the years. So it's uh, it's not the Ryder Cup but it, Minus 345, a lot of people were laying that and thought it was easy money. Uh, you're well, down to 4-1 heading into today. <laughs> but the good part is, because in Australia, none of these matches start till 7 o'clock tonight, so you guys can actually hop on during the day and have a little something to watch uh, tonight if, uh, if you get bored of the Jets and uh, Ravens, which I'm fairly certain you're going to be rather quickly. Now, we had also mentioned uh, some of the matchups here this week in the NFL Week 15, and you know, kudos. We give them a lot of crap, these schedulers, but they did a great job in the final three weeks of matching up divisional games that are going to mean a whole lot, Dane. And and there certainly are. And we mentioned Ryan Tannehill and we were laughing, yeah, uh, but Tannehill is he's got two very important games out of the next three weeks. And it, it, one of them starts on Sunday with Houston. It's the first time they're going to play him. They're going to have to play him again before it's yeah. all said and done. And you want to talk about two teams going in opposite directions, Jekyll and Hyde. Um, Drew Locke lit up Houston like nobody's business. And while they were able to score a bunch of empty netters in the second half, um, if Drew Locke can do that to that defense, yeah, I'd be a little concerned. Uh, I love Deshaun Watson. Don't get me wrong. He shows up in big games. But there's only so much he can do if your defense is going to allow a guy, a rookie. To light you up like he did. And Drew Locke looked like he'd been in the league 20 years. What He he channeled his inner John Elway, dude. Like, you got to right. be kidding me with what he did. But you know what? I think I think that's the problem with this defense, isn't it, Dane? They can get lit up in the secondary like nobody's business. What the hell is Tannehill going to do to him?
3: So, yes, that's true. But I bring up Exhibit B, Joe. You know, you're right. Drew Locke carved them up. You're right. Absolutely. Just look what happened just six days before that, though. Mm -hmm. They frustrated Tom Brady, who has been in the league for 20 years, remember? And right after that Sunday night game, what was the conversation? That they were able to frustrate Tom Brady, that they were able to stifle them. And we were talking about, hey, the Houston Texans have like four first or second round draft picks in the secondary, and maybe it turned a corner. Then they laid an egg against the Denver Broncos. So you're right. If they could show up and look like, you know, and didn't they dress up both times, right? Like the Houston Texans defense mm-hmm. is now dressing up together, right? Like they were the dodgeball guys one week. They were like the 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 I don't know, like the shield kind of with bulletproof yep. vests, whatever. It's a, you know, I don't know, Joe. Literally in the last two weeks, I've seen them look like world beaters and stifling Tom Brady, and then on the other side of the fence, I saw them make a a, a first year kid look like a veteran. So I don't know, Joe.
2: It's uh, it's so hard to look at this uh, team because I look at Tennessee and I say, listen, yes, I know they they looked great against Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's got no offense, He's got no offensive line. He's got no running game. That's not Tennessee. Tennessee has got a running game. Oh, yeah. And Tennessee has got some weapons now that are being utilized yeah. because of a quarterback and get the ball in his hands. A. J. Brown, and. Uh, it's kind of exactly what Denver, you know, Denver's got a running game. The question was, was Drew Locke going to be able to get the ball into some people's hands? And they reared its ugly head. I think JJ Watt was a bigger, is a bigger loss for this defense than guys give it credit for. Now he's still hoping to be able to come back. Um, but the Texans were also in a letdown spot. Let's face it. You won that right. big game against, uh, you know, New England, like, Denver comes into town, great defense. And I, they know I they get got it. Yeah. But damn, dude, you've got to uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is a tough pill here. Having Tennessee. Now the line I think is where it right, what is it? Uh Houston and three and now? It I said yeah, two and a half. Uh, so it's uh two and a half. Yeah, Tennessee
3: minus two and a half, 50 and a half is your total over on Fenton.
2: The defense is Tennessee, by the way, during Tannehill's uh, resurgence here. Uh, They have, uh, they have beaten the 31st, 15th, 29th and 13th uh, defense. So uh, a kind of a mix of a little bit of everything, but my word Tannehill has just been, I I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say, man. I mean, we always thought he'd be good and we keep waiting for the shoe to drop. Is it going to drop? I don't know that it's going to drop. It's amazing what a quarterback with confidence can do.
3: Yeah, you're right. And they do. I will say this. You're right. They have been playing lesser competition in this stretch the titans right in terms of defensively but you got to give it to them i mean the men they're averaging 30 points a game they've 5 yeah. and 1 or 6 and 1 with him on their center so i understand that this may represent a step up in class but both these two teams also joe they will see each other twice in the last 3 weeks of the season the afc south will be decided by this much like people think that uh, week sixteen Eagles Cowboys game is gonna decide the division, this will be the same. I here's what I'm gonna say though, honestly. And you you point at JJ Watt. Everyone's talking about Ryan Tannehill. Joe, honestly, though, Derrick Henry for this Peace. Tennessee Titan team. Peace. I think that is where it should be starting, right? The same way I talk about how Todd Gurley is really the linchpin for the Rams and what they can do. Right? The same way I've been talking about how Jordan Howard is so important to what this Philadelphia offense can do. Joe, Derrick Henry, over the last four weeks, has been like over 130 and a touchdown every week. Once with like 188 and a touchdown. This guy is really, I think, the lead dog in what makes this offense what it's been over the last month.
2: Good, uh, good oil and water combination back there with Lewis and Henry. It's really... I, so without it's AJ a tough Watt. combo, man. It's tough, tough combination for them to uh, to have to go up against uh, Houston. So I don't know. Deshaun Watson, oh, so close. Can he get there? All right, time for you guys to get in the game. If you haven't done so already, head over to DraftKings. Get yourself a uh, get yourself an account opened up. Because if you're listening or watching this show right now, you can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. And it's fairly simple. You just create a DraftKings sportsbook account, make the deposit, and place your first bet. And DraftKings they'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to 500 dollars. Now this offer eligible for all users, new users. You guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. You just got to head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That is sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And a couple of these other games here, week 15 uh, this weekend that are going to prove to be Very interesting and also uh, much needed for some teams on their quest to make the postseason. I find this one uh, to be a little fascinating uh, because there are a few dogs on the card here this week, I think are live dogs Um, and they're games that matter to teams playing in them. And you don't have to look any further than the Minnesota Vikings uh, at the Chargers and the Chargers. Boy, they look good last week, didn't they? Taking on that Jacksonville team. They uh listen, we know they got weapons. We know they've yeah. gotten healthier, certainly on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. They can go toe-to-toe when they are playing, when they're on, they can score with the best of them. Sure. And that defense now, um, that they've been able to actually kind of come together and and finally are healthy. Derwin, that's James. a tough hmm. that's a tough ass defense to play against. And we also know Minnesota. Listen, they're trying to catch Green Bay. They got everything in front of them. If there is a, a look ahead spot I've ever seen, this is one of them. And oh yeah, not like they're the same team on the road that they are at home, Dane, and that's right. that's a bit concerning, not to mention they're on the road as a favorite. Not that the yep. Chargers are a great uh, that's home what I was team, say. <laughs> but They are a great team when they're a dog in this particular spot. They're 7-2-1 against the number in their last 10 games when they're getting points. Um, They're getting points, and they're at home, and boy, oh boy, they seem to finally be clicking. We knew they had this. It was just a matter of could they put it together. It looks like they finally last week have been able, they might have found something. Plus, they got nothing to lose, which would scare me if I was Mike Zimmer. Yeah,
3: I I agree with a lot of what you were saying there, especially the home-road balance for these two particular teams, Joe, right? The Minnesota Vikings are one of the biggest home-road differences in terms of their performance, especially on the defensive side, in my opinion, but I was going to answer back with that exact thing. It's not like the Chargers have a home-field advantage, though, you know, to kind of exploit that or to have the crowd noise or whatever the case may be. Here's my question back for you. I think when you're talking about we all believed in the Chargers' person We knew if they were clicking right, that's what. Yes, I believe you. I agree with you. I've been a Chargers backer and truther for the better part of three years. My question is this, Joe. Remember two weeks ago when there was like that report that Philip Rivers could get benched, right? Mm -hmm. Well, last week. After that report, he went out and had his best game of the season. He didn't throw a pick. He threw for 300 yards, and the Chargers put up, I believe, 35 on the road at Jacksonville last week, right? They looked like we thought they would. Do you think, like, I don't know, that report, the threat of him getting benched, do you think Phillip Rivers, like, was it a swift kick in his butt? Did that matter? Is that real? Does that have staying power? Is Phillip Rivers now inspired to keep his job? And is that really the big difference?
2: Well, it, he was amazing last week. And, yeah, right. you know, sometimes you got to motivate guys in in a little different ways. And we've and talked about a great
3: it. roster, right? Yep, we were like, absolutely. the problem is Philip Rivers. And so yep. maybe Phillip Rivers turns it around a little bit. And the Chargers are back to mostly the dynamic offense we expected of
2: them. They have eight losses, guys. One Lessons. by two points, three by yeah. three, and four by seven, all within one score. And they've also, by the way, I think they've they've gone four and on one against a number in their five wins that they have had this year. Right. And they keep it close enough. I mean, they 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 keep it close enough to be Just able to put themselves close enough distance. so that
3: Philip Rivers' interception right. is
2: heartbreaking. But Minnesota is not the team that everyone – they are not in good form right now. Their last three games, guys, have been – they needed a ridiculous comeback to win in Denver. They had right. the uh, – they lost in Seattle, the Seattle, and they, you know, they beat a Lions team at home that's like playing a high school team. So, congratulations. there. And, oh, by the way, it wasn't like you blew them out. Um, like, what, 20-7? to seven? I mean, so yep. this is not a ver- – they're not in great form while they are incapable of doing things. Thielen does look like he might be back for this game this week. But, man, it's a – you know, you look at this game and go, there's nothing easy about this game for Minnesota. You don't just circle Minnesota. There's a live dog in this game, and it's the Chargers.
3: Absolutely. Um, I just don't know – the Chargers are so inconsistent, and that inconsistency is based on Philip Rivers slinging it, right? Does he throw the pick, or does like Mike Williams come up with the 50-50 ball? Like, that's literally what it's about. Because Rivers, much like, say, a Ryan Tannehill, Joe, will sling it out there. And yes, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon, there is no shortage of dynamic playmakers. The defense, yeah, Boza and Ingram forcing pressure, you know, Derwin James, Casey Haywood, yeah, they have talent. This comes down to, will Phillip Rivers, you know, be like on some YOLO and just throw it up there? Or is it the Rivers that we've seen last week, we've seen in the past, and is a borderline Hall of Famer? That is the question. Which Phillip Rivers do we get? And you can make a case for anywhere on that continuum. I,
2: I, Phillip Rivers doesn't scare me. Um what what uh, what Kirk Cousins am I going to get is scares me right. because I don't know what Kirk Cousins I'm getting on the road. I can tell you the last three weeks, it's not like this football team is humming along here. Not to mention, you know, you can't have it both ways. You can't have look-ahead games for one team and then not the other. There is no bigger matchup for Minnesota than next Monday night um, Green against Bay, right? Green Bay, and yep. it's huge. Not to mention, again, one of the most profitable teams when they're getting points have been the the uh, Chargers here, yeah. man. Seven two and one against you. the number in the last ten, where they're a dog and they're a dog at home, coming off one of their best games of the year. I, there's a lot of uh, there's I a know, lot I'm of positives happening, and nothing to lose because they already know they're done. So they're right, right now you got guys playing to just be you know stick it to other incentives.
3: teams yeah stuff like that i yeah. this smells to me and listen you know when we talk about angles and stats and trends i'm not about to say any of that joe this just smells to me like minnesota coming in there and laying an egg it just it, it like that it just am i crazy am nope. i crazy no nope. it just nope. feels like all of a sudden they need this kirk cousins in a place where they can it just feels like they like they defecate the mattress on this one yep
2: Thielen will help, but it is one of these sure. spots, guys, that you got to keep an eye on, especially this time of year. And this can and also listen be full rivers thrown for
3: 350 and putting up 35 points. It really There knows. is
2: absolutely no bigger letdown spot on the card this week than what the 49ers are about to encounter mm-hmm. here at home, taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Again, a team, nothing to lose. Uh, Finally healthy, weapons all around, and the 49ers who basically are trying to limp here towards the finish line and not lose any more people, uh, any more starters on either side of the ball here, uh, they are coming off no bigger win than what they just did uh, there in New Orleans. A costly win, but they knocked off the Saints. They got the inside track to the number one. They come home. It's 11 damn points. 11 points is what they're laying here, and. Yeah, I know I look at this team here, of course, the Falcons, former, you know, offensive coordinator that's Kyle well, yeah. Shanahan, you know, coming yep. in there. This that is to a tough spot well. for the Niners. It's an absolute yep. impossible spot, just like Houston laid the egg against Denver coming off of that emotional win there against uh, New England. Yeah. It's the same thing here, guys. And you're talking about a double digit spread with a team that's got a laundry list of guys banged up and hurt here this this reeks of backdoor by the uh, by the falcons reeks of it it does and joe
3: it's not just last week for these niners mm. right like the last what month has been a huge stretch for them right yep. think about the physicality not only of the New Orleans game, right? Right before that was Baltimore in the rain, right? Yep. They've just had that overtime war against Seattle in the last month mm-hmm. as well. Like, at what point do the chickens come home to roost, you know? Is it this Atlanta team? The, the one reason I, – I think San Fran wins but doesn't cover, Joe. Right. Okay, I think this is one where, like, Atlanta puts a scare in them early. You know, Atlanta puts a scare in them early. Maybe it's 10-10 at halftime, but I do think because of what we've said, what Lorenzo Neal has told us, like San Fran, though, because they could do it passing, because they could do it defense, because they could do it running, I think they may get a scare, but I think they ultimately win the game. I do think Atlanta's live with a 10-and-a-half or 11. I can see San Fran getting scared straight and then coming through in the second half.
2: Final two games. Again, look ahead situation here, guys. Yeah. They got the Rams in Seattle. And, yeah, they're banged up. It's just an awful spot for them. And you've got, got this team again They got the Saints their
3: ass, too, for the home field.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, they any which win. way you cut it, in the past five games after, you know, starting the season one and seven, um, that defense has, they've made some adjustments and at Atlanta defense has absolutely looked a million times better. So you couple that, the fact where you've got a, you know, a healthy running back. Now you got your running game. You got those two lunatics on the outside with Ridley and and Hooper's back. Like this, well, Ridley's is on IR. A, this, this is a bad, uh, yeah. this is a bad spot for him. It's just a, it a bad, bad spot for him. So I, um, 11 points, I'd be happier in single digits. But, you know, that double-digit situation, all three of these spots are just brutal for those teams that should win, need to win. But, you know, you're going up against some of these teams here. You got a Tennessee team that is absolutely on fire. You know, you got a team licking their wounds here in Houston. You've got a Chargers team who's got nothing to lose as an underdog at home going against the Minnesota team who can't seem to put it together. And now you give me double digits against the 49ers? We saw Miami beat Philly recently. We saw Washington beat Carolina
3: recently. You can't just
2: pencil in wins for these teams. Amen, man. Amen. Yep. Very interesting this week on the card. We'll take a look at a few more of these spotlight games coming up on the grid. Sportsgrid.com
0: Yep,
2: New York Jets Ravens tonight to start week 15 of the NFL season. A uh, a week that's uh, pretty important for a lot of teams. We just gave you a couple of uh, very interesting live dogs here uh, coming up yeah. some of these games. Terrible spots for some of these teams. Uh I mean really terrible spots there. And you know, when you look at when you look at this Jets Ravens game here tonight, Dane, it's it's really all about I I think it's two halves here, and it might almost be a game best bet live, uh, in fact, uh, so you can get a feel for what's going on. Uh, The under is definitely something, of course, that we have preached about in in these primetime games, and the number is at 17, 16 and a half, 17 here, guys. It continues to get up. All the bets continue to come in. The Jets have nine pages of injuries. Uh, And it's not like Lamar and company aren't a little banged up as well. So what happens, I think, in the first half is going to be huge to determine what happens in the second half. So maybe even a second-half wager might be coming down the pike here after you see what happens in the first and make the decision. Uh, But I do think that – I think Baltimore – I'm fairly confident Baltimore goes into the half with a lead. Is it going to be eight points? Is it going to be eight and a half? I know they're going to have the the lead. Are they going to be 23 and a half points scored in the first half of this game? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think this is going to be a little tight early on. It'll probably open up a little bit more in the second half. But if you think it's, you know, it's going to be 21 nothing by the time they head into the second quarter, then you know, then, A, you've probably got the over. You know, this is definitely correlate your stuff here. Like, Dana, we yeah. mentioned earlier. If you got Lamar in your fantasy leagues uh, here tonight, if you're starting Lamar Jackson, then yeah. all over his props, guys. All right. over if his gonna props. If
3: you're going to do it, you got to do it. You, you either think it's going or
2: you don't. Right. Or you don't. You can't mix and match here. It's got to be all together. If they uh, maybe, and I don't know, do you put it past it, maybe the leg injury wasn't nearly as bad as everyone you know what I mean? Maybe a, a little baiting going on. Would you put that past Harbaugh? I wouldn't. Uh, maybe he's a lot healthier than given, you know, than we've yeah. been led to believe. So you could get, you know, Lamar Listen. Jackson 100% out there who lights him up one way or the other. But he still is only uh, playing
3: three quarters if he lights him up.
2: Yeah, and how close is it? I mean, and and backdoor at 17 points, guys, yeah. is always available. It's always Absolutely. an option. It's almost to the point, Dave, where if you're going to sprinkle a little something on this game, you might as well sprinkle yeah. the 17 damn points because that's always yeah. possible. If it's a blowout, yeah. boom. If it's close, you still win. Right. I'd buy the point, to be honest, Joe. I might buy the point. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll get there. I, I think Okay, it'll cool. Get, well, right, no now, and scream, but it'll get right
3: there. now, the plus 16 and a half that I'm showing at FanDuel is carrying minus 120, Joe. Yeah, so it's... You know, so don't just wait there, a guys. few more hours, right? Yep. Just wait, wait a few more hours.
2: Low, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yep. Because you what know what happens say, right
2: before kickoff? All the oh, big yeah. That's when the come money in. comes it in. It might be 17
3: and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the money comes in. Right. So I'll yep. wait or, Joe. Or, and I've made this point all the time when we're doing on in-game live. Joe, in-game, they don't give a damn about the key numbers, it seems like. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, it'll cool. zoom past 17 real quick in-game. Okay, and it may not even be like if the Jets just go three and out right away on the first drive, you know, or or, or Lamar or if they get a field goal, uh, the Ravens like this will go past 17 real quick. So if that's Mm -hmm. like the key number threshold for you uh, and the way you're capping this and with a backdoor cover, just hold tight. It'll
2: get there. It'll get there. It's a game that uh, with that kind of big. And again, I'll. Forty four and a half. It's not exactly a monster total here, Dane. You know right. what I mean? It's uh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to I I'm think that you, gets 30, to forty five, too. Yeah. They're telling you this yeah. game is going to be
3: 31-14. That's what they're saying. Yeah, yep.
2: and I think that's uh that's a very good serious uh serious consideration there for value there, not only taking the points, but uh looking at the uh looking at the under, certainly in the first half. And again, keeping in mind, guys, that. It's been one of the most profitable bets for primetime games all damn year uh, back in the unders here on these, thir- especially to the Thursday night. What's the weather there, Dane, by the way? What's the weather up by you guys?
3: Uh, it's not bad. I mean, this game is in Baltimore, um, but it it was like nasty, rainy, sleety, snowy the last couple of days. But that right. finally broke. It's, uh, it's sunny. It's sunny and nice out here today. I all don't right, know if so that's uh, the case in Baltimore, though. Yeah, uh, cold it is, is one yeah, thing. Well, ben O'Brien, calm point. down. It's not about cold. Uh, you know, like these yeah. guys are playing Is it windy cold.
2: or no? No, it's you know, nice. It's, no, it's not getting it's any pleasant. wind along those lines. All right, it's so pleasant. then it's there's uh, the weather is not going to play a factor. Yep, weather is not going to play a factor. But it might play a factor in the Sunday night game between Buffalo and Pittsburgh, where sure. not only, as Ben O'Brien says, it's going to be cold, uh, it is also going to be pretty damn windy. And... There seems to be a lot of snow in this forecast, which I think is great. And it's worth pointing out, too, guys, that snow doesn't mean under. Snow actually means over uh, in a lot of cases. This number is down to 36 and a half, 37 in some places. And the feeling is that, oh, it's snowing. Not these teams are. No, what snowing means is that defensive uh, defensive secondary members, guys lose their footing. And guess who goes untouched into end zones? Um, that would be, cause they know, know where, where they're going. They the know, know where, where they're, they're cutting, going right. 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 and exactly. not having to react. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So snow games, I love snow games because, um, you know, people hammer the under in that situation cause they think, nah, nobody's going to score. Well, just because they're not passing the ball, you know, 90 yards downfield, Dane, doesn't mean that guys aren't going to go untouched and, and fly into the end zone because defenders, they slipping and sliding all over the place guys losing their footing. So uh, I love this game. I think it's uh, they saved the best for the Sunday night. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this. I do think I'm leaning to the over right off the bat, Dane, because even if the weather comes, I do think there's going to be some opportunities for both these offenses to get some possible easy scores and field position. I think both these defenses could set each other up to have some short field, so to speak.
3: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it is a real low total, Joe. It's 36 and a half right now on the FanDuel. And what I'll also say, I don't know how much this rates for you, Joe, but it does look like we may have James Conner and And, Juju Smith-Schuster back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's a good thing, right? Because Juju doesn't have much chemistry or at least much experience with Duck. You know what I mean? They haven't played together much because it was Mason Rudolph back then or Big Ben when Juju was still there. Juju's missed the last three or four weeks, and that's been much of the duck hunting, right? James Conner back correct. as well. So if you yep. believe that that is a big boost for the Steelers' offense, I don't know how yep. that impacts you. But remember also, Joe, no one's scoring 20 points on the Buffalo Bills, right? Uh, yep. We've been seeing that. The Lamar Jackson and the Ravens didn't do much against the Buffalo Bills. So – I could see this being a low total. I will say this also, though, Joe, in fantasy, okay, you're right. Uh, the idea that the game may go over because of the total, but in fantasy, mm-hmm. things like snow, because even if you give up some points, there still could be turnovers and sacks and sloppy play, which still profiles yep. for well for fantasy defense. Points may be scored, but I still like turnovers and sacks and things of that nature, which scores for the fantasy defense as well.
2: We always talk about buy low, sell high, and it's something to think about here, guys. Because there is certainly going to be one team on the board this weekend that is prime um, to buy. Uh, I just don't know if you're confident enough to do it, Dane. But are we? Is it time to go. buy low right now on the Dallas Cowboys and sell high on the Rams here coming in? It's because it's setting up that way, you know for sure. And Cowboys at home. Look like they're getting a point now, a point. Has not moved at all? Are the Rams still favored? favorite? A in- I see it plus one, yeah. Okay, so if there's no better time, if you're going to buy a team, we talk about it all the time, buy low, sell high. The Rams, oh, they've all figured it out now. The Rams, all, everything's coming together. Go- uh, Dallas is terrible, lost their last three games. This, this reeks of buying the Cowboys yeah. at this particular point, does it not? It does. It does.
3: Unfortunately, though, Joe, I'm one of those believers like I've been I, I've said to you what I believe are actual demonstrable things that are different with the Rams offense. They are doing more power. The double teams up mm-hmm. front. They are giving Gurley the ball more. They're even doing different personnel groups to show that they we want to be a little bit more uh, physical. Right. Um. If they so for me, that's not just like oh, like I'm pointing to literal X's and O's, things that are different, Joe. You know what I mean? So it's not just for me a narrative. It's like actual scheme that's different and has been fruitful and successful for them. Yeah. Um, so that's why I do slow, sort of believe in these Rams. I really do. Yeah. Um, But you're right in terms of the buy low, sell high piece of it, right? Because the Cowboys are a dumpster fire. Garrett's on his way out, all that stuff. And this is perfectly the time when they're like, you know what? We'll actually give Zeke the ball 27 times, right? (laughs) So I I could see that. But I do appreciate, like, and believe in what I'm seeing in the Rams over the last two or three weeks. Because there's real changes in the way they play offense
2: also real changes in uh, one game and of course we'll uh, we'll make our picks and everything tomorrow guys sure. but you got to look at this Bears Packers game and look at the, where the line opened and where it's going right now Dan you talk about uh, buying low and uh, you know selling high the Bears are talking yeah. about a different team like the Rams have made a turnaround here have they yeah. not I don't know if you've yeah, you know I don't know if you've you've bought yeah. into what's going on here with Chicago but I can tell you it opened up at 7 for the Packers, and it's been down to five, four and a half, five. So, I, somebody's buying what's going on here with the with the Bears. Yeah. I buy this less. I buy
3: okay. I buy the Bears less than what I'm saying in the Rams, okay? And, yes, Mitchell Trubisky put it in my eye. And, yes, they're letting Mitchell Trubisky use his legs a little bit more, which I think is important and would be one of these, like, demonstrable changes I'm talking about. But... um I believe in what I'm seeing with the Rams a little bit more than what I'm seeing with the Bears. I still do not necessarily fully trust Mitchell Trubisky. And for this one, it's more that I do believe in the Packers more than I believe in, say, the Cowboys, that other opponent, right? Right. I do believe the Packers will ultimately be the NFC North divisional champions, and they need to win this one at home in order to do so. This is more me believing in Aaron Rodgers and the Packers over time and what we've seen of them growing throughout the season than believing in the small changes I may be seeing in the Bears.
2: This is kind of, this is just one of those games right now. They got Minnesota on deck, so they need to take care of the Bears, the Packers, they need to... Uh, I'm sure they'll be rooting for the Falcons too to knock down the uh, the 49ers here. But if they want any hope of a game at Lambeau and maybe a, a first round bye there, they gotta they gotta beat the Bears. Exactly. They gotta start with the Bears, and yep. you know and I, I think Minnesota. We talked about Minnesota in this game here. Minnesota loses this game. They're a lot less yes. of a threat next week than than what we thought they might be. So Joe, this Minnesota is a huge loses, game for the Packers. Huge. If Minnesota loses and the Rams win, yes, do the Rams they're overtake right the Vikings? I think they're tied, and then it's whatever right, so the tiebreakers. Tie right, yeah. right, right. Fair enough. But yep. like, listen. But
3: yeah, it's it possible. changes I- the narrative. Absolutely. And the idea for me that can the Rams go into Dallas and win with the state of the Cowboys? They can. It's a one point spread. So we know that's a coin flip. And we've been talking about Minnesota going into the potential for them laying an egg with the Chargers. Maybe Rivers found something right. So we could wake up on Monday with the Rams and the Vikings being what I believe would be nine and five
2: with two games left
3: to play. uh, And in a race for what would probably be that six seed
2: crazy. It's at, Yeah, it, it could a lot of these games, big time here this uh, this weekend, and of course, we'll break them all down uh, tomorrow, but tonight, Dane, Jets, Ravens, where you going? What side you doing? You start Lamar, you are not start Lamar, what are you doing?
3: Hey, first of all, I should tell you, the line moved in the last 10 minutes, Joe. So. it's through. 15 and a half. It's moving the other Ooh, way.
2: getting some money. Getting 15 some money. And a half. I
3: ain't touching it, Joe. Sam Darnold, over 33 and a half attempts. That's all I'm giving out on.
2: Give me the J E T S Jets, 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 Jets to lose. Uh no, I'll take give me the backdoor cover, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Nobody better it, that. apparently at backdoors than Sam Darnold, I hear.
0: Especially yeah, after
2: wins. you missed on make it rain it's funny because lamar jackson has taken so much of the publicity and so many of the headlines that it's uh, amazing how nobody's talking about just how good the ravens defense became after week seven when marcus peters came over yeah and they got healthy again in that secondary because you guys remember early on you know, the first five, six weeks of the season, that secondary was abysmal. They were getting yep. torched left and right. I mean, they couldn't stop anybody. And then all of a sudden, it re- they really started to come into their own. In fact, since Marcus Peters has showed up, they've held opponents to fewer than 170 passing yards. And I believe five to six touchdown interception to ratio uh, in four of the seven games since. So they have they have been picking the ball off. They've been creating yep. havoc. And, it, and teams have been finding it very difficult to be able to pass on them. Now, part of that also is because the Ravens play from ahead, ahead. Which, right. which forces teams to have to drop back and pass. So I don't know that the Jets are going to be able to – to me, the over hits if the Jets get out to a lead. If the Jets right. can somehow – something happens where they're up 10 nothing, or, you know, something along those lines – then the over is definitely something to consider. But if the Ravens get out to a lead like they do most yeah, of the then time, then it gets away from them. Then it's just going to milk the clock. Then they're just yep. going to go ahead and uh, you know they're going to. There's nothing exciting. And the Ravens, three and outs from the expect. Jets. Yep. Right. It, you know the Jets are going to have to drop back, and then I would not expect. Even more importantly, I would not expect the Ravens to. You know, I don't see them dropping him back 40 times in the game to work on things in order to get crushed with, with Greg Williams, no less, over sure. there on the uh, sideline. So I do think the under, if you can get them out in front early, yeah, the unders are is in all likelihood. And the first half under, I think, is 23, 23 and a half. Um, I'd almost look at that and expect the Ravens to probably get out to a early lead. And then if it's going to get out of hand, it's going to get out of hand in the second half.
3: Yeah, the first half total is 23 and a half, as wow. you mentioned, at least on yep. FanDuel. And I got to tell you something, Joe. I I um I agree with you in terms of like the narrative and the game flow and what we're projecting. Mm. So let me offer a corollary bet for you, Joe. Um, Sam Darnold, prop bets. Um, his passing total is 222 and a half. I think they're going to be in a position... Where in that second half, you're right, it is going to be Sam Darnold dropping back, right? Sure and I is. think there may be a little bit of uh, prevent, a little bit of soft underneath, right? So I would look at some of these Sam Darnold passing props, 222 and a half.